1: Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio. As always, we want to thank our producer, Mark Winter, and Pet Life Radio for giving us the opportunity. And we want to thank you guys for tuning in and listening to our show. Guys, in this episode of Groomer Humor, we're going to be talking about grooming prices, what you should be paying or not be paying. We have that and our very funny comment segment coming up in this episode of Groomer Humor.
2: How many of you have pets?
0: Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
1: Welcome back to Groomer Humor. Once again, guys, we are your hosts. I'm Rudy V, along with my boy, Anthony Ray. And guys, we're so excited. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us. Uh, we really, really appreciate each and every one of you guys yeah, how you doing, man? Uh, it, you know, uh, today was a little weird with the uh, the guy getting arrested in front of the store. Yeah, a, a little, yeah, little strange, a little, little, yes. little weird.
0: That's uh, how our day started. Um, we uh, mainly record our podcast here, our radio show at our shop, and uh, yeah, that's what we walked into today. We were hanging out out front, and uh, yeah, this guy came up to us, started chatting with us about, about Jesus, Jesus Christ, our, our <laughs> Lord, our Lord about and Jesus. Savior, <laughs> yeah. until uh, a cop pulled up and he became uh, viciously angry and <laughs> uh, started saying some things that I dare not repeat here, and uh, yeah, he almost broke our front window, yeah. um, me and my dad were huddled together inside at this point, point. and uh, yeah, that was interesting, That nothing gets you more in the mood to do a pet grooming radio show than... wondering if a man is going to get tased or not through your front glass. Uh, You know, that really puts you in the mood to sit down and chat about some dogs. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, got the
1: adrenaline pumping to say the least. And, uh, yeah, he started throwing uh, candy whoppers all over the place. He was was slamming his soda to the ground, got all over the police car. But, uh, listen, big shout out to the Woodbridge Police Department over here because, guys, you handled that like just – Poetry in motion, man. Uh, it, it, they were so calm, you know. They called an ambulance for the guy and everything. And uh shout out to the to
0: yeah. The, I don't the, even what, know what how did cops and jeez, yeah. thanks. Guys. How that didn't escalate is beyond yeah. me. They had their gloves on and everything. They were ready yeah. to go. And uh, yeah. I don't know. They just kind of calmed the guy down. And yeah,
1: um, yeah, they, they calmed him down. Yeah. And they, they just none of them got aggressive with him at all. And they were they were just uh, talking to him because you know they knew something was up with him. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of funny how he went from, you know, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to, you know, wanting to punch the window in.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, he
1: seemed I'm, so I, nice. I, <laughs> I wonder what church he goes to.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. right, right. The Church of Whopper, because, <laughs> or what are, they, what are they called? Whoppers? Goobers? Whatever? I don't know. Yeah. They're
1: all over the floor. I yeah. had to clean them up because they're right. chocolate. And we got dogs coming in and out of the store, so I had to go out there and sweep it all up.
0: Yeah. Because I don't want the dogs
1: eating chocolate, obviously.
0: Right. All while we're scheduled for our Uh, producer, Mark, to call us in 20 seconds. In 20
1: seconds. So, so yeah, all that was happening.
0: Yeah. If anything, it woke us up and we're ready to go. Yeah, I am up. I'm raring to go. I am awake.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So, guys, how much are you paying for grooming? I don't know, right? Good question. What should you be paying? What should you not be paying? Who knows? (laughs) The important thing is you get your dog groomed. That's right. Who knows? The important thing is you get your dog groomed. Well, let's address this issue here. I think, first and foremost, where do you live? You know what I mean? What area you live in is going to determine a big part of what you pay and what you don't pay. For example, if you live in Manhattan, if you live in Los Angeles, and you want to get your dog groomed on Rodeo Drive, it's going to cost you a lot of money. (laughs) You know,
0: <laughs> <laughs> a little bit more than in Ave in Colonia, yeah, well, New Jersey,
1: <laughs> right? Or, or someone grooming out of their, you know, out of their shed and PA somewhere, you know right. what I'm saying? So yeah. So depending on where you live, it's going to depend on whether, you know, how much you're paying, uh, you know, listen, some of the grooming shops in Manhattan, their starting price is $250. Their starting price okay you know you could have a big golden doodle in manhattan and pay you know 600 bucks for a grooming yeah you feel me you feel me all right okay but you now let's talk about other issues that may uh, come up here uh, for example what kind of dog you have right so you know some people will say oh how much do you charge you know you got a shih tzu uh, you know average price whatever 70 dollars. That's approximately what we charge for a Shih Tzu haircut. We charge about seventy bucks, maybe a, a tad bit more and a tad bit less depending. Or you know, do you have you know a standard poodle? Big difference, guys. You know, uh, your Shih Tzu is going to cost you about seventy. Your standard poodle is going to cost you about a buck 50, $150. You know what I mean? So, again, the range is there. What kind of dog do you have is going to determine what you're paying. You know, people will come into the shop sometime and they'll say, uh, you know, I, I, have a, I have a little dog. I want a good grooming, but I don't want to pay a lot of money. Great. Okay.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. Well, welcome to Grooming by Rudy.
0: Yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so glad you walked through the door. <laughs> so
1: glad. Yeah, please sign the release before you go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're not even grooming your dog. No. Just sign the release. Just, just
1: sign the release. <laughs> <laughs> please, please sign the release. But, uh, yeah, that's going to be another factor. Condition and disposition. What kind of condition is your dog in? So let's take that average price for the Shih Tzu at $70, but that dog is completely matted and hasn't come into our grooming shop or any other grooming shop, just hasn't been groomed in six months. Okay, well, that $70 is going to quickly turn into $90 because it takes a lot longer to groom a really, really matted Shih Tzu than it does to groom a dog that's, uh, you know, in fairly decent shape, disposition, okay? Let's say that $70 Shih Tzu is... A real nervous Nelly and a biter doesn't want you near it. Okay, uh, if we agree to groom this dog or attempt to groom this dog, again, that $70 is going to turn into $90 because it just takes a lot longer to do. And the, the risk factors there, groomers don't want to get bitten. The dogs can get hurt more easily if they're jumping around, if they're trying to bite the clippers. So there's really no set price. There's a lot of, lot of factors here.
0: Yeah, And size is so important. When I think of standard poodles, for example, standard poodles are very common, commonly bought by households. And I honestly don't understand why, because the grooming involved alone, even if you're not looking for like the poodle head with the pom-pom feet and all of that, it's still going to cost you a lot of money just to shave that dog down whenever you bring it into the groomer. So that's a very high maintenance dog that I see in a lot of just like common households that it would so much better serve them to get something like a lab or something, something a little bit lower maintenance.
1: True this, true this, but I think one of the main reasons why people purchase a standard poodle is because they're really, really good dogs yeah, that,
0: that's and true.
1: they're very, very intelligent. But, you know, to back up with Anthony saying that if you do get a standard poodle, uh, you might want to have some grooming skills. You know what I mean? You might, you, yeah, you yeah, might. At the
0: very least, brush, man. Yeah, you gotta brush, brush. You
1: got to, you, you got to brush these guys. You got to brush, or or keep them in a very, very short haircut, where you, you know, you can better maintain them. Or, you know, listen, if you got the money and you want a nice, a nice standard poodle cut, you know, you can get a really nice, nice cut, but it's going to cost you, and you have to bring them in, you know, every month to maintain that cut.
0: That's the thing, Like, I guess, because poodles, standards are like, that is grooming. That standard poodles are like the most rewarding, fancy haircut, tons yeah. of work, but it's like when you're done grooming a standard poodle with that, with the mane and the feet and all that, it's the pinnacle of grooming. That's like the coolest grooming that you could do. You yeah, they um, look cool. They look so beautiful, but not a lot of people do it. A lot of of people, like, they just kind of, you know, let the dog grow out and then have the groomer shave it down, let the dog grow out, let the the groomer shave it down. It's like, I kind of hope, you know, just simply brushing and stuff, we can have more of those, like, poodles prancing down the street. We don't have them that much around here. I'm sure it's different, you know, like you said earlier. I'm sure it's a lot different in, like, California or Manhattan, but.
1: Yeah, especially yeah. now, in, you know, in, in the new age of Aquarius that we're in, people are just a lot more practical. People are being more practical because uh, it just makes more sense. You know, people are trying to save money now. And uh, yeah, I mentioned Aquarius.
0: Oh, yeah. That's because all you Aquarians are the same. You're obsessed with yourself. That's right. No, you're not with yourself. You're obsessed with your the fact right. that you're I Aquarius. You. That's right. Yeah.
1: In case, uh, you know, I like to mention that in every show.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's just important to <laughs> me.
0: Yeah. And I'm Sagittarius.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You're more like they, a s- what? They all know this already whoever's been listening to us for more than 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh they already know that you're Aquarius and I'm Sag.
1: Yeah, whoever listened to our last 3 shows knows
0: this. Mm-hmm. And beyond that, whoever listened to our first 70 episodes knows that too.
1: N- knows it also. Yeah, um, yeah. So. <laughs> So what's another factor here? Okay, another factor that might determine prices, you know, does the groomer that you're bringing your dog to, does he have a storefront or are they grooming at home, you know, or are they a mobile groomer? Because that's going to determine a big deal too. Listen, if somebody has a storefront, they're more than likely paying a pretty hefty rent and they're going to have to charge you more. That's the bottom line there, guys. You know, if if, if somebody has a storefront, you kind of have to take into consideration that they are paying a rent. They might be paying employees. There's a lot of uh, of expenses that someone who owns a dog grooming business like ourselves that, you know, people don't really consider, you know, blade sharpening, equipment, shampoo, just a gallon of shampoo that we use costs, uh, you know, 40 bucks. You know, it's one gallon. And, you know, it doesn't, I mean, it goes a while, but it doesn't go that long. You know, especially if you have a very, very busy time, uh, you're going through gallons pretty fairly quickly. You know, you got to buy them by the case. So, dog groomers with storefronts are putting out a lot of money to keep their businesses opened and functioning as opposed to somebody who might be grooming at home who doesn't have an overhead. That person, you know, maybe they can charge you $50, $40. Again, if they're living in like Pennsylvania or something like that you know, where, you know, the cost of living is a lot less than even New Jersey, because New Jersey is a very expensive state to live in, you know, you can expect to pay a lot less, but, you know, what are you going to do, drive your dog out to PA to get a dog grooming, (laughs) Um, you know, unless you live there, right? So, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, you know, that's going to determine a lot. Or, you know, again, and we talked about this, if you have a mobile dog grooming business where the cost of keeping a mobile dog grooming business open is even higher. Now you have to maintain this truck and you can't do as many dogs because you're traveling from house to house. So again, that's going to factor in a much higher bill at the end of the grooming. So, uh, you know, some mobile groomers, they start at 80 bucks, hundred bucks. And it's, listen, this is not a lot of money considering that you're getting a dog grooming. It really isn't.
0: No. And that's the, see, a lot of misconceptions come from that dog grooming no matter how you slice it is incredibly important so no matter what you're paying to get your dog groomed it's not a lot of money (laughs) because not that it's not a lot of money but you are getting something that is worthy of that money because dog groomings are incredibly important some of them are expensive like like he's saying depends on where you go mobile groomers they spend a lot of money up top it's a very front-loaded business to get into because you have to get the truck
1: and
2: no one's going to want to use
0: you, yeah, all yeah. that insurance, and you can't pull up in a hoopty <laughs> and, you know, in, in, in a Chevy Z24 with a hose dangling out of the gas tank. You can't do that, you know. So Say, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I'm the dog groomer. Right, yeah, hey, I'm the dog Dog groomer's here. Yeah. yeah, hey, you got one of those little kiddie pools? You got a little kiddie pool? I'll use that. You know, like you can't do that. So (laughs) you got to remember your mobile groomer just dropped a hundred K or 150 K on a nice, good grooming mobile van or truck,
1: you know, right. um. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know,
0: (laughs) that's funny. (laughs) Uh,
1: So here, a couple of ways that we could uh, maybe uh, help the cost of grooming is making advanced appointments. Okay here's the great thing about making an advanced appointment. If you, you know, you, you find a groomer that you like by making an advanced appointment and your dog's on a regular schedule, usually every six to eight weeks, the dog is going to be better maintained. It's going to make it easier on the dog. It's going to make it easier on you at home, keeping the dog brushed out. Ultimately, it's going to make it a lot easier on the groomer. So, If you're bringing a dog in even once a month and, you know, your dog's never matted and, you know, the ears are clean because, you know, you're bringing them in on a regular schedule, you know, your dog groomer's not going to charge you as much because why would they, you know, especially uh, if their job is a little easier. So being on a regular schedule will definitely be cost effective for you. And what you do in between groomings, okay, so let's say you want to push it to that eight-week point, you know, like Anthony said, make sure you keep your dog well brushed out, maintained, clean the ears in between groomings, do a little grooming yourself, and that's going to definitely help, you know, keep the cost down and make it a lot easier.
0: Yeah, brushing really bails you out so much. It's so important. And I like, I feel like I want to write a book called Four Six Eight 6 because those truly are like the best three timeframes you can ever have to get your dog room. Four weeks, six weeks, or eight weeks. Some people go beyond eight, but it's not. Those are way fewer, far between. The vast majority of our customers anyway are on a four, six, or eight week schedule. And I think that works very well for a very wide variety of common breeds that people get.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And everything's like in a range too, like we said in the beginning of the show, you know, condition, disposition. So, you know, you listen, you still got groomers out there doing it for 30 bucks. You know, you got someone, Mm -hmm. you know, out in PA grooming their neighborhood dogs for, you know, 30, you know, they're in the 30 to $50 range, or you can, you know, or you got other groomers doing the 50 to $80 range or the 70 to $150 range or the, you know, the 100 to $250 range and so on. You know, again, if you, you know, if you're living in LA, if if you're living in Manhattan. You're going to pay a lot more. But you know, even places like Florida, getting your dog groomed in Florida is—it's a lot less expensive than up here in New Jersey in the New York area. So, and there's a lot of dogs in Florida. You know, it's—it's a, it's a populated state. But again, you know, cost of living might be a little bit lower, so you might pay a little bit less. But everything's in range. But let's just say you do live in our area you know, and you go to a groomer and they say, you know, you bring your shih to it and they go, yeah, you know, 150 bucks and your dog's in decent condition and, and not aggressive. You're probably paying too much. You're paying too much. 150 bucks. That's double what we charge. You know, we charge 70, 75, whatever for a dog that's in good shape with a good disposition. So, you know, what's too much. And also you might want to question too little, you know, if somebody's saying, yeah, I'll groom your dog you know, I'll do it for $25, uh, <laughs> you know, it might be Joe Pesci grooming your dog. I don't right. know. You know, yeah, I'm right. just saying, yeah, it's a little dog. It's not a lot. It's not a lot. You know, so, yeah. So, yeah. So, you might want to be a little heads up about that. Mm. You know, if somebody's charging you way too little, you may want well to even find out if they're even a dog groomer. That's the question that comes to my mind.
0: You know what's helpful too for any groomers listening, and you do this all the time. Then it's not every. Let's say a Shih Tzu does come through the door who is completely matted up, like really, really bad. It's gonna wear to the point where even though it's a Shih Tzu, it's gonna be a hundred bucks or more as the groomer. Because not everybody, some pet owners. I'm sure all you guys will agree. It's easy to be in denial. We see it all the time. It's Not everybody is going to accept that you say your dog is very heavily matted, no matter how matted the dog is. So if you're a groomer, uh, say you have a storefront and they drop off a really matted Shih Tzu to you, show them the mat. Let them feel it. Tell them where to feel. Because mats are sometimes, if you're not a professional, you won't even know what a mat feels like if you never felt one before. You know, they'll be, well, yeah. that's the fur. And you do this all the time, Dad, like when somebody is surprised to hear that the dog is matted, you'll show them where. You'll say, here, feel right here. Sure. um, This is matte. And then you'll say, now feel all down here. And then it shows them, like, wow, this is a mat, and it's all across the stomach, and it's all across the back. And, you know, because I guess... If you don't know what that feels like, some people have never really felt it. You know, it's sometimes hard to identify. I sometimes will tell you, "Oh, that dog's not that mad," and then you'll go, "And yeah, this dog's mad at his hell." It's like, "Oh crap, yeah. sorry." You know what I mean? Yeah. It's because you're um, stupid. Yeah, maybe I'm a little stupid, but yeah, for all your groomers out there, yeah, if some if you're having trouble trying to tell somebody, listen, this dog is mad at it's going to be a lot of work. Uh, help them out that way. The customer doesn't feel like you're trying to scam them or something, because obviously any groomer could just say whatever they want, but you know. you you honest groomers anyway, Uh, yeah, you know, help the customer feel better about the situation that they might accidentally find themselves in with a really big matted dog, like, you know, show them, show them why uh, as much as best you can. You do that a lot.
1: Yeah, I try. Yeah, definitely, man. So yeah, that's what it's about. So just uh, you know, keep your ears open for price, I guess. And uh, but again, just make that determination of uh, what you're paying for, how much you're paying for, how little you're you know how or how little you might be paying. It's just you know important. But take those things into consideration. So, right, guys, we're gonna go to a break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to do our funny comment segment. When we come back on groomer humor.
0: So, Dad, I got a question for you. What's that, Ant? What was your reaction when you heard that Ben and Jerry's was branching out into doggy desserts?
1: And when I found out that Ben and Jerry's was now for dogs, I ran to the freezer and pulled out a pint of peanut butter world. I ate it so fast I gave myself a brain freeze.
0: Oh, <laughs> I had a very similar reaction actually, except uh, I went with the cherry Garcia.
1: Oh, I love that flavor. Yeah, that's the classic flavor, the oh, cherry yeah. Garcia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, with so many clients walking through our door looking for a good, tasty treat for their dogs, we were so glad to let them know that Ben and Jerry's had a treat for them.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of treats out there that have tried to jump on the doggy train and rely on gimmicks and quick sales, and Ben & Jerry's has really put a lot of focus on quality ingredients and some great flavors that's, uh, I think, finally going to allow your dog to feel what we feel when eating Ben & Jerry's.
1: Absolutely. In fact, guys, we chose 10 of our customers here at the grooming shop and gave them samples of both the rosy flavored and the punch flavored to see which flavor their dogs would prefer.
0: (laughs) And of course, expectedly, the results were quite decisive when all 10 of them said their dogs quickly consumed both.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. You know, one of my favorite memories of eating Ben & Jerry's was devouring multiple pints of cookie dough while binge watching Breaking Bad. Do you remember that?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I do. Actually, uh, you want to know what one of mine was? My fondest memory was eating a couple pints of the old Chunky Monkey for no reason at all. <laughs> Just because it's delicious. And it was because it was called Chunky Monkey. Who doesn't want to know what that tastes like? <laughs> so one thing's for sure. There's going to be a lot of happy dogs out there. So what we want you guys to do is check out both doggy flavors at BenJerry.com. That's B-E-N-J-E-R-R-Y.com. You could also check out all the K9ers at the Ben Jerry's Vermont office at BenJerry.com. Again, that's B-E-N-J-E-R-R-Y.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio.
1: Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio dot com. <laughs>
0: Welcome back to Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio. We are your hosts as always. I'm Anthony Ray, hanging out with my dad, Rudy V. We're talking about pricing. Lots of factors here, guys. Uh, Where you live, if your groomer has a storefront, if your groomer's doing it at home, if your groomer is mobile, what breed you have, the condition, the disposition. Yeah, really important stuff. Here's a a tip of advice, too, really quickly. We've discussed it in some decent detail in our past shows, uh, table hoppers. There are valid reasons to switch groomers and stuff like that. I don't recommend ever leaving your groomer, and I'm talking generally storefront groomer, because another groomer in your area can do it for $5 less. If your current groomer is successfully grooming your dog, your dog loves the groomer, says goodbye to it when you pick it up, we see that a lot. A lot of people... Will maybe come to us because we're five dollars cheaper or leave us because we're five dollars more expensive that's not a good idea if your dog is getting along with your groomer just since we're on the I just wanted to bring it up since we're on the topic of price don't switch groomers because of price if your groomer is being successful with your yeah. dog and your dog is safe because we see that a lot people come to us and they say you know my last groomer hurt the dog or I left you guys and, my, and the new groomer hurt the dog something like that you know it happens a lot so just be careful with that price is very very important but what's most important is your dog being groomed safely so just keep that in the back of your head especially when it's something that small because we've seen it happen believe it or not five dollars can end 15 years of customer loyalty in a second in a heartbeat and you'd be surprised so try not to be that person think of the dog first you know even if you're not using us you know for your groomer five bucks is too little amount of money for anybody to uh, switch a groomer for that
1: Amen, Anthony. I'm so proud you're my son. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you just like because I have a haircut now.
1: <laughs> you look handsome. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. With that being said, guys, let's get into our funny comment segment.
0: I'm a professional.
1: This person said, I listened to your show, and I feel bad that you are suffering from crown balding hair loss. Oh, boy. You and are. it has a little click on a link down below for me to click on. (laughs) So I clicked on it. I clicked on it. And it was a guy, a YouTuber demonstrating this green tea with chamomile drops in it. Yeah. And he's dipping a rag into the green tea and putting the rag on top of his crown balding head and just leaving leaving it on there. It's just, it was just like dripping down his face yep. and everything. And and then it, the video just goes on to show like a before and after. And, you know, he had a little bit of hair growth there. And, uh, yeah, don't think I didn't do it. So,
0: oh, okay. so you're just walking around like yeah. at night with a yep. green tea turban?
1: Yeah, a little green tea turban. So I'm waiting on results, though. <laughs> Because you, you you have to do this every day for three weeks, you know. That's
0: very thought. You got to give it to the Th- person thank, who sent yeah, you thank, that. Thank
1: you for noticing.
0: Because you know what, you get enough of the bald jokes just to make a joke. This person came to you with an idea, a solution.
1: Yeah, and not, not only that, they like they specified the type of balding I have. You know, he or she, she said, you know, I feel so bad that you're suffering from crown balding. Yeah, hair- that means
0: they. <laughs> so, yeah. They watch our like, videos.
1: They watch our videos. Like they know what type of balding I have.
0: Right, right. But, you no, know, it's they're not watching it's, and they're watching closely.
1: Yeah, it's not the receding hairline balding or anything like that. It's the more severe crown balding. So, mm. thank you. Thank you, listener. I really appreciate it. And th- thank you for the link.
0: That is very sweet. And and hey, maybe uh maybe if the green tea stuff, chamomile turban, th- how long do you have to wear it? Is it hot? You got, like do you no, warm- you have
1: to warm it up for the tea, and you got to use a lot of tea bags, you know, to make it potent. And then you have to let it cool because you don't want to put anything hot on your bald right. scalp because that's just going to burn up any follicles that are left. Right. So no, you just you know you, you have to put it on when it's cool. So that makes
0: sense. The heat yeah. would pro- you know would it, it evaporate the hope.
1: Yeah, I did it the other night. I had it on my head, and I was watching Amityville Horror. So you know, I forgot it was there. It just you know yeah. my. My back got a little, my t-shirt got a little wet because it was dripping, but I, I enjoyed it. It was fine. So, yeah, again, thanks, guys. That's nice. Maybe, you know what? Maybe
0: I'll try it just to nip it in the bud. <laughs> and like, you know, like if it could help you, maybe it'll help me not ever reach that.
1: Yeah, you know, right. Like, so,
0: right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, especially to that person. Thank you so much for stopping by, guys. As always, we'd like to thank our producer, Mark Winter. Thank you so much, Mark. If you haven't already, head on over to our YouTube channel. It's called Grooming by Rudy. That's Grooming by Rudy on YouTube.com. Leave a comment, like, share, and subscribe. We want to hear from all you guys. You could also like Grooming by Rudy on Facebook. Follow Grooming by Rudy on Instagram and Twitter. It has been an absolute pleasure as always. Until next time, take care of yourselves and your pets. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand.